0: Hello, hello! This is your host, Emily Fang, for the Asian Female Lead. In some serendipitous way, I got connected to the Columbia Alumni Network here in Singapore because of a mutual friend. And that's where I got to meet my friend, Li Zhen. She grew up in Dalian, China, and she's lived in the U.S. as well. And now she's based in Singapore, working in tech and raising her family. She is a data scientist, a mother, and a yogi. This weekend, we met up before dinner to talk about how she's become a better networker through her master's program in New York and how she's changed, shifting through different roles from a student to a career woman to a wife and now a mother. Uh, Hey, do you want to give some context on like your background, maybe start where you grew up and Uh, how you came to Singapore?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was born and raised in China from this uh, like a small coastal city called Dalian in northeastern part of China. Then I uh, moved to Shanghai for my undergrad. After that, I moved to New York City for my uh, master's degree in Columbia University. Then I lived in Florida for a bit after that I got married and my husband is Singaporean that we were sort of like deciding where we should go next and he was very like supporting Singapore we should move back to Singapore and see how it goes so that's why I ended up in Singapore three years ago in China you said
0: that you grew up also in like Liaoning right right right. yeah so is there anything that's like specific to Liaoning that yeah you grew up right because I know like Sichuan like there's a lot of spicy food like Liaoning like what's mean yeah. it borders North Korea. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is, it is. There is actually one place that two-hour drive from my home mm-hmm. that is like border to North Korea, and there's like very small river that you can see across. Like you can see like the landscape, the people there. I, actually, I was just talking to my friends last night during dinner that there's this like mm-hmm. very unique and interesting culture where I come from, North uh, Eastern part of China, and it's mm-hmm. the public bath culture oh,
0: okay. yeah so
1: it's like we do public bath as a social activity like we're friends so mm-hmm. friends go um, dinner and go brunch to and go to watch a movie mm-hmm. but where I come from we can hen go into a bathhouse together oh, yeah so okay, we and yeah and uh-huh. we take it very seriously mm-hmm. and it's was like um it's like one trend, or like hot springs. Or yeah, like it's like sauna.
0: Bathhouse. Or is it like the in like in Finland they like sit in a bathhouse. It was like wood. Yeah, like, they're,
1: they're just They're like like serious business, mm. business and like long tourist events. So they're mm. not even like yeah, like all kinds of like uh, like is it onsen kind of. Uh, bathtub and like big ones and there are mm. sauna like wooden room that there are like you can drink there you can eat there mm. like play board games and all sorts and most often the place is so 24 hour. Mm. so i guess it just cold where I come from so people like usually hang out there a lot it's it's just very different and very unique Mm -hmm. in a way that when I went to college in uh, Shanghai Mm -hmm. and people don't go to any like public bath, they feel not comfortable like seeing each other because I was naked yeah but it's split right between (laughs) men and women yeah yeah okay but uh, it's like (laughs) yeah but still, it that's how I grew up, mm-hmm. like hanging out with people. I, yeah. I feel ca- like kind of comfortable doing that. And when I was in college, and people uh, find find it so strange and so weird. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, just something unique and interesting about yeah. where I
0: come from. That's interesting. I guess like in your province, then people are very accepting of like everyone's bodies. Yeah, yeah. They don't really care. They're just yeah. like, all right, <laughs> like yeah, they've done this so many times. Right.
1: And it's. Yeah. it's I don't know that we do it with our uh, like roommates and dormmates, and it's a quick way of like getting each other so close. Yeah, yeah. it's very like intimate. Yeah. I've yeah. seen you naked. Uh, yeah, you've seen me yeah. naked. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And when when I uh, when I brought Daihan, my husband, uh-huh. first time back home, and my mom loves. parent, both of my parents, love doing that. and yeah. as a and they suggest we are going, yeah. and that means my dad will. And Tahan was, <laughs> was like, oh, no, maybe not this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that no, was I, fun. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I
0: love that kind of like yeah. very unique experience that you had. Yeah, because yeah. you can't say that. I mean, China is such a big country, right. too. And different provinces or people in different provinces grow up like differently. Yeah. So you grew up in China and then you also went to the U.S. for Columbia University. Yeah. How is... That for you, and did you ever have like a a culture shock? Just and you went to New York.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, before that, I actually did one semester exchange in uh, UC San Diego. Oh, so I was in San Diego for Mm -hmm. for a month. I think there are a lot of things are different, but there are not like any sudden change or like like such a big shock. But Mm -hmm. uh, I do feel like. A lot has changed after I go, uh, go to Colombia, started my first job in a M- NYC-based startup. Yeah. Um, I guess for example, I was a very typical like Asian quiet, shy girl when I grew up who never speaks up in meetings, mm-hmm. who seldom ask questions in classes. Mm-hmm. But when I were uh, in Colombia, mm-hmm. I remember that probably in the first two months, the school asked us to do all kinds of alumni a long, like networking events, cause no mm-hmm. master program only eighteen months, okay. and uh, they want us to secure an internship after, uh, to, like the first semester, mm-hmm. and they want us to find a job after the program is just like slowly push me, um, out of my comfort zone, like speak up a little bit more, and uh, just like going to a lot more networking events that kind. I still remember that even that in my first job in that startup, like I never talking meetings so my, <laughs> my co-worker will call up like cue me like what's your opinion oh, what's, like on what, the spot yeah what do you oh. think about this topic because I just never talk yeah. but it's, like, I guess slowly it, it is really it is um, like long like hard journey for me mm-hmm. but uh, I, I sort of feel like that's something kind of different from where I used to and uh, I'm slowly changing myself like trying to speak up a little bit more
0: that's yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, I think especially
0: when you mentioned like right. the whole Columbia like networking thing. It's a huge thing. Like right. even like MBA yeah. programs, right? It's yeah. Because it's a lot of like meeting new people and in the future like these are people you might work with or find a job with Yeah, things
1: yeah. Like that. It is the yeah. uh, honor master programs are very career oriented Yeah and They they give you a lot of resources too They mm-hmm. you do like uh, resume, they help you mm-hmm. uh, improve your resume, they help you connect with your uh, alumni What you mentioned too like your co-worker asking a question like hey Jen like
0: what do you think about yeah, this yeah. My boss used to do that to me as well because I mean, even though I grew up in the U.S., I hate talking mm-hmm. in class or like yeah. talking at work. Yeah. But I think they do it in a way that they're trying to be like inclusive so right, that right. you have a voice I, too. They, they're, yeah.
1: they're, they're very, the
0: American way. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they're, they're, I, they're very nice people. They're like yeah. coming from very, very good intention. And mm-hmm. I know that uh, they probably think that people are talk over me, that mm-hmm. I wanted to talk something, but really I, I just never had like how I grew up like I don't really ask questions in classes. <laughs> All right. No, I think
0: the Asian way is also to like sit back and like absorb information yeah. and like learn, which is that's yeah. also a good way too. It's, right.
1: It's sort of like you ask a question in your mind and sort of answer yourself yeah. already. What
0: about other like values?
1: Yeah. Um, like that, for example, I think a very traditional Chinese way, like mm-hmm. on, like a career, um, thinking is putting your business putting a professional life always in front of your personal matters and uh that is like like travel for work they like social for work mm-hmm. and a lot of things but one of the best career advice that i got from working in an american company i uh, found my uh um, my manager at facebook and uh she's a mother She is a new yorker she is uh agreement her to me mm. and she gave me this advice basically as like your co-workers will never remember you sacrifice for family time for work your family will never forget ah. so that's something like struck me it was like that's like so true and it's so real and as uh that kind of like values like nowadays i, I think i put work-life balance in a very pretty high priorities like high ranking mm-hmm. and uh yeah that's and also, like work-wise, I never thought about me changing job on average every two or three years. Because mm-hmm. my mom and my dad, they both have one job in one company for their like entire, twenty years, entire career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, over thirty years. Thirty years, and it's it just like it's different. And uh, not, but I feel that it is. I, I feel comfortable doing this. I feel I, I've learned new things, and I feel it is a good way for me to like progress in my career.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think what your mentor said. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say that before, but like, I yeah. think if I ever become a mother, that's like what I want to remember right. and right. like tape that quote to a wall or something. Cause very right. true. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't want to be someone who just works all the time and then right. you don't ever see your kid grow up which yeah. by the way jen is a mom and yeah. she does not look like a mom she looks like you look so um, young and so like so I, fresh um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a mom of a baby yeah. <laughs> yeah but no that's amazing and would you say at least like in chinese culture it's really like work until what is what would be like the end to work then until you've made it big and then you have a family yeah. what
1: does that look like yeah um I don't know, what is an end? Like my family, like my, my dad works in uh, for government and my mom works in university mm-hmm. and it's sort of like the tenure. The longer you stay in this place, you get promotion and it's like very, sort of like fixed, like how many years ago at this position and this. And uh, go from like individual contributor to people manager and all that. So it's, I it guess just um, continue like promotion and progression on this path, and then you, and you know, this gonna happen as long as you stay this much of time in this company.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's um, loyalty is like rewarded right. in that sense. Yeah. What do they think of you, like, kind of adapting this more Western yeah. lifestyle and like, I mean, quitting your job and yeah, finding yeah. a new one?
1: Yeah. I, mean, I I think at first it must be uh, different for them. For me, for my case. Is, I, I think they can understand better and uh, it's actually uh, even harder for them to understand Da Han, my husband's uh, business because he, he's very entrepreneurship kind of mm. and she doesn't have but uh, like what my parents think not a real job so they think a job is you go to a building like company yeah. and go work at 9 a.m. and come 6 p.m. and they mm-hmm. I don't think they have a legit job because he was doing his own startup back in the States and now he's happening uh, he's doing some like starting some business on his own as well it's just totally different to them but for me it's still Facebook is a really big company and even before in that startup I think that was my first job out of a school and they understand that like start starting from like small place and like get her some experience, then you may jump to another place. Mm-hmm. But they think oh, Facebook is so nice that yeah. you just yeah. uh, why don't you just retire there? Like mm-hmm. why do you want to change to another job? Yeah. But in this yeah. case, it was uh, some relocation issue, and they understand as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it it wasn't like I just out of nowhere I want to change my job in that sense. So mm-hmm. um, so they understand it. It's like uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For Daihan, yeah. sometimes I think like being an entrepreneur is harder than having like a nine to five job. Right. Yeah, it's it, hard. it definitely
1: is. I cannot yeah. do it. Yeah. I just I'm I cannot take all that risk and like worries and just I couldn't sleep at night. But ask a lot more of that person to take on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But isn't there like a saying in Chinese like burning the midnight oil or something? Oh yeah. Yeah. What,
1: how do you say it in Chinese? Uh,
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I feel like I learned this in uh, Chinese school, but I don't remember. Uh, Bo, no sao, is,
1: no. Um, I don't don't know. Should I, I look I, this I up? Think, Burn,
0: uh, Midnight Oil. Here, French you can French. say it, because your Chinese better.
1: Oh, tiao, tiao ye zhan, maybe. Maybe this one. It's know. like, working really hard at night. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why
0: I envision entrepreneurs.
1: Too. Yeah, yeah, anyway, for him, is something he wants to do, to, wants to do, and uh, enjoys it, and he it doesn't feel like uh, working in, for someone else. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I know how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actually, I want to go back to Florida.
1: Okay. Yeah. What were you doing in Florida? <laughs> so random. <laughs> yeah, so. I was. I was actually still working for my. Uh, that startup in New York City, but I was re- working remotely in Florida. it's just because Dahan was there, oh, okay. and I, I, I lived there for four months. Oh, okay. And okay. he was doing some solar startup business there. And after graduation, and I like sort of like moved there for four months with him, and uh, it was it was fun at first, but it just get boring. Yeah, it's- <laughs> it's, yeah it really just oh, because we lived in Orlando. Okay. And it's all about theme parks and uh, all that. And after a while, and uh, you sort of get tired and bored. Just nothing much else to do. I used to say that I used all my quota for Disneyland. It was like every time my friends visit, yeah. I just go with them. And was, oh, I don't want to come to this place anymore. <laughs> yeah. I went to
0: Orlando a couple years ago after graduation of college. And- yeah. Same with me. I was like, I don't ever want to step into a Disneyland theme park ever again, or Universal Studios.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't been since. Yeah. I went to a uh, Horror Nights three mm-hmm. years in a row, mm-hmm. and that's why people like in Singapore they like ask me to go to go Universal Studio Horror Nights. So I was like, maybe not.
0: <laughs> no more.
1: <laughs> yeah. What about
0: your identity now in yeah. Singapore? Because you've lived here for a while now. Identity, like. Like, how, have, how has Singapore changed you? Oh. Yeah, you grew up in China, you were in New York, and then even like living in Florida I, for a bit. Yeah. And now
1: Singapore. I guess it's not really Singapore changed me. It has, like you my identity, my role changed. I'm having a family here. And before that, there's two of us. And doing school, doing work. I don't know about him, but me personally, I wasn't even thinking about career or that. I just job is something like sponsor me to travel, to fun, to have fun, all that. So it just I'm so far away from home. I don't I don't think about anything, just like travel and having fun. But then moving back to Singapore is us to think about settling down, having a family, and now we have a kid Mm -hmm. and. I guess that, that the role change and identity change isn't different.
0: Yeah, so maybe yeah. it's
1: not so like the country, but instead it's
0: the the mold that you're fitting in. Right. Because before you were probably like a student and an employee yeah. and um, a wife and then yeah. now you're a mom. Yeah, now
1: and I'm a mother, I'm care-taker. a homeowner. And yeah, homeowner! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah! <laughs> I'm, I just, and also, we're closer to families. Yeah. And just. You sort of feel like you have a lot more responsibilities than, other, like, compared to you were just like flying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like doing nothing
0: in the states, yeah. Yeah, and remember at the beginning, um, I asked you three words to identify
1: yourself. Yeah. Do you remember what they were?
0: And uh, why you chose those?
1: It's a uh, mother, data scientist, and Yugi. So a uh, mother is just it's, like, very naturally that after you have a kid, then it just something so I don't know kind of magical that like you sort of made a tiny human <laughs> and data uh, scientist is what I do for work in my career and um, I very enjoyed it myself as well and Yugi is what I do like Yugo is what I do in my spare time and for free time and uh, I exercise that suit me and I'm not um, I, I can't run. I it's, I can't run. And yoga is uh, rather like less intense, but you can still build some strength and stretch. I think it's cool that you're
0: a data scientist too, or like you're in that field. Okay. Is that something that you chose or your parents uh, chose? Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the number one question.
1: Yeah. Uh, data science is, uh, data science is what I chose. So but my undergrad major was economics and that's more of my family's choice. And that back then it was a popular choice and it was top major of my undergrad school, uh, Fudan University and it was just I I honestly had no idea what I want to do and it just choose the best major in a school I said, okay <laughs> and but during that four years I realized that that's not something I'm passionate about and uh, actually it was in my senior year I did an internship at eBay Shanghai oh, okay, that's cool. how I discovered that I enjoy data analytics and engineering and tech companies mm. so so I decided to go to go to engineering school for my master's degree and yeah. so I ended up in Columbia and my major, my major then back then was uh, operations research, but with a focus on data science. Mm-hmm. And I was, wasn't like computer science, that engineering, that kind, but uh, um, I landed my first job in that startup as a data scientist and uh, I'm so grateful. And uh, of that company, of that team, because I feel like I basically learned everything from there. Mm-hmm. And because it it was a such small team, and uh, also everyone was so smart, and friendly, mm-hmm. and it was just I think there were twelve engineers and three data scientists, mm-hmm. and just sitting together every day, overhear people what they're working on, and basically know what is everyone is doing, and just learn a lot of things, and in a very uh, kind of short time mm-hmm. frame. Is like I wasn't that good in coding or anything when I was in school, but that that job taught me a lot in that like technical skills. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I think that's great because I think it also goes to show that you
1: a lot of people don't end up with
0: what they're supposed to be like studying. Yeah. Right? They go into a field and kind of just stumble upon it, and that's done through like application or like meeting new people and exploring right. different fields. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And uh, it just, mm, yeah. Sometimes I feel. It's, mm, it's timing, and it's just sort of just happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You've come very far. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think it's so great to kind of like dig deeper into like your lifelong journey, right? Because I don't think we often like reflect kind of on on our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I find my life pretty boring. I don't think it's boring. I mean, I feel like you've done a lot. Like you've never stayed in your bubble
1: you know you don't stay like in
0: one place forever
1: but i'm always like uh, someone i don't know like um, i'm not privileged but very smooth journey like like school and then go like master like graduate school and go job and i know i remember when i first started my job in uh in a startup and everyone seemed so cool to me that Mm-hmm. everyone have tattoos, <laughs> and I was like, what well, was an engineer before. It was someone as a uh, cartoonist, mm-hmm. someone was a uh, her, and they sort of like changed their career to become a graphic designer and then um, a web application like uh, from an engineer, and just uh, yeah, they do all sorts of cool mm-hmm. things like skydiving." <laughs> but I was like. Oh. What was my hobby? We, Yoga? No, Yoga is great.
0: We can go bungee jumping in Singapore oh, at yeah. Sentosa to give you a thrill.
1: No, I, 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 I scare a pie too. Okay, well, then we'll figure out something. So,
0: I guess my last question would really be around. Like your forward-looking thoughts, because you know you are a mom. So yeah. Daihan is Singaporean, you know you're Chinese, and you know you guys are in this melting pot in yeah, Singapore where yeah. there's so many expats and people all over the world. What do you envision for the future for both of you and your kid?
1: Yeah, we seldom have the time to really sit down and talk about like some like serious topics and their thoughts, and we sort of. Uh, Know that we wanted to um, um, try a different place, um, maybe in two years, two or three years um, for us, because we think we want to experience more different cultures as well. And that we see friends and co workers around us doing the same thing, and they seem to enjoy it themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's also for Daryl, our son, and we try not to. Deliberately nudge him to any predetermined path mm. that we or in a society envision for him. That we want to, like, just to give him all this kind of experience so that he can explore the award like, have this freedom to, like, develop his own path, like, chart his own path. Mm-hmm. So, and of just, uh, like, to be honest, Singapore is small mm. and uh, it is honest very comfortable very easy very safe and it's great for kids wow. mm-hmm. still we think if we can bring bring him more experience by moving to another place by uh like exposing him to a different culture and making different uh, f- friends from different backgrounds i think that's something we wanted yeah
0: it's great yeah. i think wherever you guys go i think you guys will live very like good fulfilling lives
1: and yeah. he's very lucky to
0: have parents like you guys
1: i don't know It just know. it is a lifelong study and learning to be parents as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know there are for sure gonna be influences for him from us, like mm-hmm. how we do things, how we interact with people. Yeah. It's not when we say we we don't want to influence that we don't want to give any predetermined anything. But it's it's there is in daily life that it's it's like yeah. So try be there for him and try to bring a better self <laughs> for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, it's interesting because I think yourself and Daihan too, the upbringing that you guys have and like the values that you hold close to your heart are also going to trickle down to him. Yeah. And then he'll have external factors like his teachers, friends, and he has to develop his own conscience. So it's great that you guys give him that space and you're not
1: like, you must be a doctor, you know, like typical Asian parents. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's a really bad uh, career to be a doctor in China be honest oh really yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah the patients kill their doctor because they get angry that. oh my god yeah. this took like a complete turn <laughs> it
0: yeah. was it was a tough job in china oh yeah. wow okay yeah. wait why would they kill their doctor though?
1: <laughs> just you know like some disease that just cannot be treated or just oh, okay. they're not happy with yeah How they treated them. It happens. It happens a lot, actually, in China, because their Mm the conditions are pretty bad. There are so many patients Mm. and so, doctors. So many people in China, and uh, um, and uh, like it just because of that condition. I don't think doctors have that um, that that in the mood to actually service, like to to, like to to give you enough time for that. So. The service is pretty bad, and like mm. honestly, I just yeah. Just, when you step into a hospital, and the atmosphere and the vibe is very not good. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So
0: <laughs> note to self: don't be a doctor in China. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> is, thank you for sharing your thoughts. If anyone wants to reach out or ask questions, what would be the best way to contact you?
1: Uh, LinkedIn, email. Oh.
0: Yeah. Cool. and I will I'll link maybe like your LinkedIn in yeah, sure. the blurb yeah thank yeah. you for having me yeah thanks for being <laughs> here okay let's go eat egg tarts now okay okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah bye. bye.